listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 34 on Ed Reach. Students learn a game and teach a game. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, December 17th, 2011. Ed Gamer is part of the Ed Reach Network, edreach.us, giving education a voice. A ridiculously large voice. And a cheerful holiday season voice. Hooray! Not any particular holiday, just a general holiday. Nope. Holiday. (laughs) Yes. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform for any holiday. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. Jerry? Yes. Who are you? My name is Jerry James. I'm a visual arts teacher at Schomburg High School in Schomburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. How are you doing, Jerry? I'm good. Yourself? Good, good. We, you know, we're recording... It is Thursday, right? It's Thursday night mm-hmm. for Saturday, and uh, I'm a little jealous of Jerry. Uh-huh. You know why I'm jealous, Jerry? Yeah, because tomorrow's my last day before break. It is, and I still have to go two days next week. Mm, yes. So that's not bad. Yeah. Think of me when you wake up, because I'll be sleeping. And when you get to work, I'll still be sleeping. And then <laughs> when you take your lunch break, yeah, I might be up, but I'll probably still be sleeping. Yes. On Monday and Tuesday next week, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, my wife has to go until Thursday. Wow, that's Next, late. Well, hold it. Let's see. No, she goes. She goes Wednesday. So I go Monday, Tuesday. She goes Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Uh, you know, something we didn't even talk about before the show, but uh, you have you are a dog, um, a friend of dogs. I am. And uh, my dog went into uh, surgery today. Oh no! Uh, tore a. I think it's a CCL. But it's it's similar to an ACL. I could be okay. totally botching the other acronym there, whatever that letters are. Um, totally tore something, and Ooh. and he ran outside because he chased a leaf or neighbor kids running by our fence. Uh, ran outside. He was barking. I let him out the door. Turned around, walked towards my kitchen, and then all of a sudden I hear the worst howling and just crying i've ever it's like oh my goodness i ran outside picked him up and uh that's the worst feeling they're so helpless they are (laughs) and so uh, man oh man so picked him up finally got him to calm down it was it was it was hard so he got through the surgery today just fine did very well and we pick him up tomorrow so but it was just kind of yeah that's tough for the dog uh yeah and it'll be tough because he's spoiled. <laughs> it's going to be tough for the rest of us. Yeah. So there's my little doggy story. Well, so well, it really has nothing to do with games and such. But No, but it's uh, important. It is important because yeah. dogs are important. That's right. Dogs are very important. <laughs> so, hey, uh, we, gotta, we have a couple things to share with uh, our audience today. And one thing that uh, you have been working on mm-hmm. is this uh, basically – Avatar creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's our virtual world that project that we've been doing through Northern Illinois University. We've talked about it a couple of times, and it's an after-school club. It's been probably about twelve weeks now. <clears throat> it's totally voluntary. We selected the kids because they had great interest in uh, video game design or uh, some kind of graphic or computer design. 
and it showed up once a week for about an hour and a half and uh, worked with people from NIU, um, their art education departments, and their uh, video game web. And um, they were designing in a program, um, the viewer is called Imprudence. And essentially what they were was on a, um, on a server that, was, that NIU had gotten through this grant. And um, they were building in like a three-dimensional program um, and they were working in developing avatars and characters and things inside this three-dimensional virtual world. So they call we call it a hive, which stands for a highly interactive virtual environment. And uh, we just finished the end of the first semester. So we had our big, big party on, on Wednesday, big pizza party. And, um, uh, the great administration team at our school all came in, and Scott Weidig was there. He's a big Ed Reach guy, and uh, we uh, is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> who knew? Just, just, um, just joking. Yeah, he sends you emails all the time. Yes, um, and not you. <laughs> That's and, uh, funny. <laughs> and uh, we, so uh, they were all there, which was awesome. And uh, we showed them a little video clip that one of the NIU students put together, and uh, I think it was uh, it was pretty cool. It was it was fantastic to see how far they had come. It was actually we talked about it at the end. It was amazing to see because I with this same professor that came from NIU, Dr. Lily Liu, I had taken her classes in Second Life with other adult grad students and we had built a ton of stuff and we you know had like they were like three hour lab classes so we'd spend like maybe 45 minutes talking about art ed stuff and then we'd build for like two hours and i had this class once a week for 16 weeks and these kids just blew me away like all of our stuff you know just destroyed us with their talents within like you know, four or five weeks. It was amazing how much faster they are, you know, it, it coming into these worlds than the rest of us. That's very cool. Now, you know, the title of our show is Students Learn a Game and Teach a Game, which is kind of based upon what I'm going to talk about, mm-hmm. the, something I did this week. But, you know, from the video that I saw, it looked like, you know, there was a lot of collaboration yeah, definitely. There's tons of interacting. You know, they, they, they had four projects. They had to create an avatar. They actually created two avatars. So we talked about um, identity. We talked about culture. And then um, they had uh, two projects, one that had to be an interactive piece. They made a chair for, like, just learning basic building. And then they had to do one that dealt with a social issue. So um, during the social issue, there was a lot of interactivity. They were, you know, we, we, uh, we pulled out a big sheet of butcher paper and did like a big map of uh, different um, social issues and things like that. And then all of their issues, you know, were interactive. Like uh, one of the ones that's highlighted in the little video here is like a kid that talks about, uh, you know, like your, your character walks into this office that he's created and you're given money and you have to choose which, which you want to spend it on. You can either um, give it to yourself and then you end up in like this, you know, bad area because that <laughs> that causes, you know, greed is good, harm, Jerry. Harm to your employer, employees, or you can, you know, um, invest that money back into the company, and that, you know, has a different outcome. So, you know, they they touch on some higher level thinking skills. Kind of cool to see them reflect, and it's been Kinda an like, awesome, awesome time so far. You know, the serious games. Yeah, you know the uh, serious games initiative, which it takes a look at you know social issues. Yeah, yeah that's that's uh, that's very cool. The the you know the collaborative piece. You know we've talked about it many times before with certain people that we've 
either have uh, have had on the show or we've discussed and that collaboration piece is so important mm-hmm. getting the kids to help each other out because they all have different skills and we learn from you know they learn from each other just like we learn from them and we learn from our peers because we all have different skills collaboration's good yeah and it's interesting in a virtual environment because they're collaborating in a virtual environment but sitting in the same room so they're like screaming at each other in the room <laughs> and then running into themselves with their own yeah. avatars, you know? So That's it's like, funny. it's, it's definitely different. You know, they, they really like it. They, they have a good time. And, you know, we were talking about this on the last day. It's also interesting because this is, this is a medium that's only ever been play to them, whether it's, whether it's games or social networking, they've gone on to, you know, to these, these social platforms to kind of screw around and be free and yeah. and talk and do things like this. And now they're, they were learning, you know I mean? The NIU people were lecturing and it was how to build and how to do this. And it was more of a class type setting, um, even though it was still you know, fun setting, but it, it was hard for them sometimes to just like calm down, you know, just kidding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to sort of simmer down was a, was a whole different thing because usually when they're on these things, you know, I mean, like one of them would turn themselves, he would he created a snowman and then his snowman would grab you and run around with you. And, you know, it was like, <laughs> it was like, okay, okay. time out, put the snow down, in, you know, like, but it, <laughs> put but the was, snowman yeah, down, put the snowman down, yeah. step away from the snowman. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it's uh, – oh, what was I going to say, Jerry? So it's worked out really well mm-hmm. where the kids are able to help each other out and, and, and be able to build and create. I guess, I guess what I was going – what I was thinking about was, you know, even though we're playing – we, you know, played Civilization in the classroom, the kids are interacting with each other. You know, people think of games and they're so focused in they can't see, do anything else other than look at the screen but I'm actually seeing, I don't know if it's just another skill that the, the students are learning to where they can actually, they do multitask. Uh, they're able to look at the screen and also help out each other within the game. And I've been able to start a, some multiplayer games within my classroom. You know, I think that's that's one of the great things that's coming around about games is we used to consider games, I mean, you get into the inside-outside thing you know like oh you're not getting outside and getting enough vitamin d and sunlight and go get go get exercise and that's that's a different argument you know for right. video, video game addiction but right. but lumped in with that argument was always oh you're gonna be a loner and not talk to anyone and no one likes you you know it was always you're sitting on the couch alone and now it's kind of like well you could rip on them for sitting on the couch but rarely are they ever alone you know there's, right. there's so much collaboration and online play now that you know, I mean, these games are made for online play now. Yes, so they are. It's kind of taking that part of the argument out. Yeah. So you know, I was looking at this uh, video that you had, you, mm-hmm. you you guys put on there, and we have the link. We'll have that link on the show notes, and it kind of remind me of, of uh, you know um, the the creation aspect, which a, a friend of mine is actually creating. You know, a game called the Repopulation, mm-hmm. and I was like, man, what is what is he using? And, and we've talked about it before, but it's a hero engine. Mm. And this this looks really cool, and it's got you drooling a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it looks awesome, I, and especially at the price tag for educators, that really has uh, me drooling. Yeah, and you know, it'd, it'd be interesting once you contact them to see, you know, because you always if it's too good to be true, it's likely <laughs> it's too good to be true. So the educator price seems to be free. Yeah, it and, looks like free, and it looks like free for 
I mean, from what we're getting, right, it looks like it's free for pretty much everyone. It's just if you develop a game and you sell it, they get part of your profit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I, I think that's something to look into. But, you know, the game repopulation is using it. And then Star Wars, The Old Republic, which is, you know, a new MMO that's coming out the 20th. But I think uh, early access has been granted I think my friend Justin has has been on there. He's he's already up to level ten on a couple of characters, <laughs> but he's like it. It is amazing, and you know I've talked to, uh, to Lucas Gillespie about it, mm-hmm. and how you know World of Warcraft is you know kind of one that's sneaking into education. I wonder if Star Wars: The Old Republic might be the next one because huh? it's I I, I don't yeah. see it. it's not graphic. It's not super graphic in its its um, dealings with death. I guess you would say. Yeah. And, yeah, it's going to be interesting how that works out. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah, looks like a good game. I've heard it's now based off of a film, Star Wars. Have you have you ever seen the film? <laughs> really? I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure what it's about. Yeah, it actually, the actual uh, MMO is based off an earlier game. I know you're just messing around, Jerry, but uh, earlier game called Star Wars, uh, The Knights of the Old Republic. Hmm. And so they've taken that storyline it's bioware who's put this together and they've taken that um kind of that storyline and, and created a whole universe you know for this mmo looks Sounds really awesome cool. you know I, I thought about that I, they, that is a great concept i wonder why that's not mo- used more in school and i guess for that matter i wonder why a lot of the star wars movies aren't even used more in school they're all pretty decent I mean, yeah for the most part right Nothing, yeah it's not you know like left for dead or yeah or, you know, Call of Duty, Black Ops, uh, you know, <laughs> not it's just quite. a lot of fun, but <laughs> yet not appropriate for school. Yeah, so this Zero Engine, really, really quick, the um, it's the engine to help create things, but it it's it seems very user-friendly, but they have this new sit part of the system that's called the, the cloud. Ooh, we've heard that one before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Hero Cloud. And everything can be done, doesn't even have to be done on your server, so you could connect to this cloud, work on everything. Everything's done in real time. So when you make changes, and I know, you know, earlier developments of gaming, you'd have to restart the server. You know, yeah. you'd have to reset a lot of things in order for it to take effect. It's like this Google Docs of video games. Yeah, it's it's done and it's it's created there. It's I'm thinking. You said you're going to look at this over break. I think this could be really cool, especially for high schools. I think it's way above. For middle school and elementary, but uh, man, hey, to be surprised, there might be some middle school that actually gets into that. But I agree, it looks more like a professional level program. Right. It talks a lot, you know. Actually, to tell you the truth, this looks even more um, up my level. With with my, up my level, I'm making up new phrases. Um, <clears throat> this this looks kind of right right in my vein of things because. Um, if you watch that little video on the the website, there's so much of the drawing and the importing the little drawings and the yes. uh, they talk about shading and the yes. you know the different kinds and using all these different kinds of prim, primitive objects and things. That actually it looks, you know, it's it's exactly what I would love to base a class off of because so much of video game design incorporates yeah. so many other visual arts aspects that students need to know. It's not just you know I think there sometimes there's that disconnect of like. Well, I want to make a video game. I'm just going to choose my character from the from the main menu and plop right. them in. You know, yeah. 
it's not it's not Gary's mod. You got to make stuff. You got to make some stuff. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is that you could have. I'm just thinking aloud here. You could have. They were showing in one of the videos uh, for the Hero Engine. You could have a city already made, and maybe they or they create their own house within this city. And then I'm sure with the development of it, you walk in the door, and then you know the house can be whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be you could lead down to some dungeons or whatever. But you know, somebody it's almost could be like Sims. You create your own little space within this world, and each student could do that. Yeah, yeah, I think this is. You see where I'm going with that? Yeah, this is this looks awesome. I'm pretty excited. Okay, so it'll be interesting. And you know what? Maybe, maybe if I contact my friend, that's. Uh, one of the lead developers for the repopulation. Maybe I could talk to him and, and to come in on the show. That would be talk sweet. about how because I think you guys could have a good time. Yeah. In discussing how this is how this is put together and how it could be used in, in the classroom. Agreed. Very cool. So one of my little uh, the the last part here the last story is settlers of Catan which we've talked about before. And I was trying to figure out. I have some students that work ahead we've been doing some writing pieces and uh kind of a writer's workshop model and they've worked ahead they've completed all their stuff and you know our our semester is winding down so i'm sitting here going what am i going to do with some of these kids and i was thinking you know what i I, i've wanted to do this for a while is to have the students learn a game give them a box give them a challenge saying you need to learn how to play this game Mm -hmm. play it well and I want you to create some directions, simplified directions, not the ones that are, you know, in the, the handbook, but simplified directions. So you could sit down with me and show me or bring somebody else to this game and, uh, you know, and have them learn, learn it also. Yeah. Do you let them see the handbook? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, because this uh, Seller's Catan is not an easy game. You know, just setting up the game board. Because it has all these uh, hexagon pieces, and there's kind of a way you can set them up. You can randomly do some things with it, but just <laughs> it almost took a class period for them to figure out how do I set up the board. So it's no checkers, is what you're it's saying. It's no checkers, okay. and that's part of the beauty of this game is that each time you play it, it can be totally different because it it's dependent on the the pieces of the board, how you put it together. So I have the link there if, if people are interested about, you know, the game itself. And, you know, I, I started it on Tuesday, and today's Thursday. I know we post on Saturday. But it started on Tuesday. I was gone Wednesday. You know, they were struggling Tuesday. I was like, man, this is really tough, Mr. Gilbert. I don't know, you know, how we're going to do this. Was like, I was teasing a little bit. I was like, you can't even get the board set up. How are you going to play the game? So so Wednesday, they, uh, uh, I was gone. I came back Thursday, and I noticed they got the board set up, and they started playing the game. And I was I was pretty excited about that. You know, I could see I could see the kids writing directions. I could see them teaching this to other students. I mean, you know, the the best form of learning is by teaching. Yeah. And I think that's a wonderful aspect. You can have there's so many different things you can do with this. You can have them break down the game of why they had why did they use dice. Why did they use cards? Why is the board set up this way? Why did they have certain um, pieces on, on the board? It's basically you have different geographic resources, uh, natural resources that are the the board is part of the board game, and uh, part of the board itself. And why did they pick out these pieces? There's economic factors. Um, what things would you change? I mean, you could have a whole list of of things that the students could do and break this down, which would 
you know, I look at it as a social studies teacher. There's social studies there. There's science. There's math. There's language arts. I mean, you got a, a whole slew of things that you could connect to just them learning how to play a game and doing activities with that. I'd love to have them create a video too. Yeah. I think that'd be I think that'd be really cool. Absolutely. So, you know, that's I'll uh, after break. Uh, Maybe we can talk about that a little bit more. Maybe I can have the students give me some uh, input on on how this went. Um, but there's a lot of games out there. There's a lot of cool games that are out there that could be used. Um, I, I, if anybody out there has done this before, I'd love to love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. So, hey, uh, one last thing, Jerry. I know mm-hmm. we haven't talked about this before, but uh, you want to go on break Saturday. I do. Um, and so I don't. I have a funny feeling we are not going to be on next week. I, yeah, uh, I, I think, think with the holiday. Yeah, I think I. I'm supposed to have a post mm. <laughs> next Friday. The perfect timing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I'm going to see if I can do that. But uh, I don't know if we're going to be on next week, and then we'll have to figure out the week after that. So we mm, might not sure. be back on until the first, until the new year. Mm-hmm. So just to warn everybody out there. There may be a little, maybe a little break. Yes. So go back and listen to older yeah. episodes if you're a newer listener. Little best listener. of. Yes. Maybe we'll talk about the first of the year. There you go. Uh, you know, time machine. Look back. I like it. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thank you for listening listening to this week's Ed Gamer podcast. Please follow follow us on edreach.us and also follow all the great podcasts and blog. Co- oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Also follow all the great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. And before I say have a great week, um, look at on the look on the EdReach website. There's something called EduWin, mm. and uh, you know it talks about how what have you done in the classroom, or you know as administrator, as a teacher, that is kind of a win. Nice. And I look at doing the Settlers of Catan and you doing the Hive mm-hmm. uh, for your school. Those are those are big wins. Those are edge wins. Definite wins. Okay. Well, thank you, Jerry. Have a great week. Happy holidays. Days. Days. Yes. <laughs> Bye.